Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm Michael Troyer, and I'm here with my colleague and friend, Anna Steinfest. Hi, Anna. Hello, everyone. Today, our topic is six keys to strong customer interactions online. You know, it's important to always be close to our customers, but the online distance, if you will, uh, makes that a little more of a challenge. So we've got six ideas to share with you because um, we're trying to build trust in our brand. And, uh, and that means we have to pay more attention in that online space to be sure that happens. I'll start the first one, Anna. Yes. We establish trust with that customer out there that doesn't see us in terms of our face, but we want them to trust us. They're going to read our reviews, <laughs> and that happens typically. But the more powerful sources, the more, more powerful way of building trust is through independent sources, such as blogs and others. So how could we get at that? Well, it made, came to mind for me that uh, I want to maybe send out some handouts of what I have to those who might in, in, write an independent review. Frankly, could even be local newspapers if they'd allow me to use their review and post it online. But we might seek out sources who have their own online presence. I'm thinking of YouTube, full of people talking about a particular product or service. Influencers, Michael, is very right well, now the yes. new trend people, businesses will send their trials to them to make sure that they are promoting them. But again, you know, sometimes the influencers, and I know that some people will not take a lot of the influencers' um, opinion just because they don't feel that they're independent. But right now, there is a lot of independent research companies. Like if you're in the food industry, consumer lab. I, as a customer, I trust that because I pay annual fee to read their reports on vitamins, on any food, like we were reading about the flaxseed and how much contamination they discover in some of the best known brands out there. I go and read this things and i know that they're independent and they will mm -hmm. they will not lie to me so you have to pay attention and the other thing about this is like you have to know like michael said is you have to know what people are talking about you you have to take some of the negative mm -hmm. recommendation and make sure that you improve on your service or product and i when you put me on on it that i like very much i'm thinking of, when you talk about food is yuca where i go yes. and evaluate the products i'm buying and that's an independent review. And if you can get them to to include you in their list, wow, you've you've got a chance for people to, to see you and say, okay, I can trust that because Yuka has given me the information I need. What about that initial contact online? You, it is very important. How do you handle mm -hmm. your initial contact from your customer? If they have a question about your product or service, make sure that you know you can be reachable by phone email, chat, or social media. We've talked about some automation tools you can utilize because if, you, if it's only you 
you cannot get to all of your customers at one time. But if you have an automation platform, which to respond, I will be, I'll get back to you with the answers in 24 hours or whatever time frame. it's okay in your industry. It's very, very important because the customer remember that, oh, they really want my business and they will answer my questions. So. And they know that you that you saw their email even even if you can't get back to it immediately. It's important that that yes, I got it. Thank you. I'll get back to you. That's really important. I think it, sometimes when you don't respond, it it hurts you. So those automation tools we talked about in another uh, podcast are really valuable to look at for that purpose. Sometimes sending out trial mm-hmm. to customers that will increase the expert, you know, like oh, oh, some of the trial period and and making the trial the final purchase. So. Um, for some of you, maybe that is valid. For some of you, may not. I think if you try that, of course, and maybe you've got some customers you've invited to try your product in a trial basis, be sure you have some metrics thought through. What what uh, are they going to look at? Uh, how are they going to evaluate you? That is, you want to have a little understanding between them. Not that they're going to favor you, but that you know how long they're going to use it, uh, what they're looking for, Thus, are you going to fit them even before you start this trial? So it's fair to you. What do you agree on? Free samples. The next one is kind of one of my favorite. To make the purchase as painless as possible. You have to aim for one click. Remember Amazon. I put it in my cart. I click and they already start shipping it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So make sure that if if you have an online store, you go and ask people to tell you how do they feel. Even you as a customer enter your store to see how difficult it is to purchase your product or service. And if you have more than two, three clicks, it means that the customer with every other click, the customer starts thinking about, should I buy this? Especially if it's an impulsive and emotional yeah. purchase, it has to be one click. And the other side of that is the shipping and return process as well. And that needs to be easy too. You've been to places that make you uh, hand in your passport and, and pledge allegiance and sign the bottom line, et cetera. I mean, I'm being silly here, but it gets to be crazy uh, how much time it takes, how hassle, what a hassle it is. So you want a hassle-free, inexpensive return process. One of the stories I've heard is that uh, if we remember the pandemic where we all drove up to have the product brought out to our car, Target, which is a company in the United States, is now offering a space for you to park and return your product. They come to the car, take your slip, you sit in your car and return that product back to them and get the money back on your credit card. Uh, That's hassle-free. That's a nice idea. That's the kind of thing we're talking about, making it really simple. Customers are impatient these days. We need to understand that. Yes, and one time, if if you're wrong and if it's not hassle Free or even inexpensive return, you'll hear it. And not only you'll hear it, but the whole world will hear. And that will turn off some other potential customers who are not decided if I buy this product and if I don't like it, oh, that will be so difficult for me to return it. And so we turn to the last one, which ties into all of this again. It's retention of those customers who are pleased with you and building their loyalty with you as a, as a provider, a supplier. I can't 
I, I just I'm struck by how many companies from whom I buy something and I never hear from them. Or if they I hear from them, they want me to fill out a 10 minute survey. So there's two sides to this. I want to hear from you that you care about me as a customer, but don't load me with these long surveys because I'm probably not going to answer them either. Find a way to reach back to me and let me know that you care, that you want to know how I'm doing. Am I happy? That could be the simple question you ask. Are you happy? Are you pleased? Yes. Thank you. Uh, no, something's not working. Let, then let what, what we can what can we do to help you? And frankly, I know it costs, but that's maybe the time when a human voice ought to be on the on the end of a phone call saying, what can we do to make things right? The little chat box, I know it's automated, it's neat, but eh, if anything gets complicated, uh, I get very frustrated. So retention and loyalty, you're building a customer base. Don't let them get away, talk to them. And, and Michael, you brought a very good question. Re-engage your customers. It's very important. Stay on the top of their mind. And sometimes when you sell your product, they're so happy. Ask for testimonial. Ask them to go back online and write a testimonial about your product or service. And also, when you're online, don't forget to ask. We're so happy you bought from us. But what can we do to make this experience better for you? Please give us ideas. Boy, now, now I really know you care. And you're going to get some great ideas from customers. We're often too afraid to hear back from customers. We need to hear back from them. They'll make us all better. So there you have it. Six keys to strong customer interactions online. Build trust. Make that initial contact. Find out ways to, to keep it going. And offer them ways to try out your product if, there's, if it's a, a reasonable, suitable way. And... You have to make sure that when they're returning the product, it's very painless for shipping and return. Retention and loyalty, it's very, very important. And make that purchasing effort really, really easy. We love having you with us. We hope we've helped you with some ideas. Have a good day. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening. 